We're rolling. The first ever Thomas and Bennett podcast. Hell yeah, man. Uh, thank you all for listening. Welcome, welcome. This is the first of many. Uh, we don't got an intro or anything like that, but we'll get it all sorted. Um, so yeah. All um, right. Want to give a little breakdown of what we got going today? Yeah, so we're going to start off with a little NFL. Preseason is just wrapped up. Season's about to start. We're going to look at some divisions, who's going to win, some win totals, and then we're going to get into a little bit of fantasy. We both just had our fantasy drafts, so we're going to recap those, see which players we're liking, see which players we don't like. Then we're going to get into the NBA, what's going on in the offseason. We've got the Basketball World Cup going on, so we'll take a look at that. And then we are living in New York City, so we're going to have a little New York discussion. We've got a lot going on in the baseball world, a lot going on in the football world. And then we're going to have a little surprise at the end, so stay tuned for that. We'll get around to it, but yeah. All righty. So love it, love it. That's what we got on, on deck for this episode, episode one. Um, so yeah, let's hop right into it. Um, so yeah, we got NFL division preview and predictions right here. So I feel like it's probably fitting that we start here with the biggest team in football at the moment, the New York football Jets in the AFC East. What are we thinking for the AFC East? And I know obviously my co-host here, Thomas, is a big Pats guy himself, so I'm sure he'll have some hot takes. Uh, Yeah, I am a Patriots fan, but I'm not a believer in this team this year. I'll say that off the bat. Really? I wasn't a believer last year. I'm not a believer this year. I'm not... I don't. I don't think the quarterback plays at the level that it needs to be, to to really be a playoff team for the Patriots. That's fair. That's fair. I, and don't get me wrong. I think Mac Jones, he can improve. He's got a lot of room for improvement, which means he's not good. Um, <laughs> but at least you got an actual offensive coordinator calling the offense this time. We do. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes with Ramondre Stevenson. Um, he had a good season last year. And obviously, Bill Belichick, you never know with him. He can turn shit into gold. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But when you look at the rest of the division, it's pretty obvious the Patriots just aren't on the level of these other teams, except maybe the Jets because they have their number. I, I do expect yeah. the Patriots to beat the Jets Ooh. both both times this okay. year. Wow. All right. On the road. I think home. it's week three. Yeah, this is, my, this is my New York Jets prediction, okay, for the first three weeks. I think they're gonna come out. They're gonna beat the Bills on when, uh, on nine eleven. Week one, no, that's when they play the Giants on nine eleven. Oh 9/11. yeah, yeah, yeah. Week one, they play the Bills. Okay. Um, they're gonna come out. Aaron Rodgers, you know, we saw him throw the touchdown to Garrett Wilson in the preseason. Everyone's all hyped up. They've got hard knocks going on. I still haven't watched the first. Or I watched the first episode. I haven't seen the. It's been the solid. next one. I've been watching. I know. It. I I, I want to. I need to get around to yeah. it. Unfortunately, one of the stars of Hard Knocks got cut the other day, so that's always a bummer. But yes. you have that to look forward to—a great Eminem impersonation and performance. Yeah, but I do, I do think the Jets are legit. I think their defense is one of the best in the league, yeah. if not the best in the league. I think their cornerbacks, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, are. The best cornerbacks in the league. Yep. The best duo, at least. I think Sauce Gardner will be the best cornerback in the league at the end of this season. Wow. First that, team I think, pro. I think he will be. All right. we'll, we'll have to see it to believe it, but... DPOY shortlist? Are we going to go that far, or what? 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good defensive players, even just on his same team. Exactly. So. I mean, you got Quentin Williams back there. It's a stacked team. I mean, I would agree with you. I think just on paper, looking at it, the Patriots are unfortunately probably at the bottom of the AFC East. But I feel like we've kind of been having this conversation for the last few years, and they seem to find a way to pull out wins. I mean, as long as he's in the league, I'm gonna have a hard time betting against Bill Belichick. So exactly. like, I think the Pats will. They might be about a 500 team or so but I think unfortunately given the strength of schedule and the competition in the AFC that probably puts them at the bottom of the barrel there yeah Um, and then also you mentioned the quarterback situation I mean just the other day the Pats cut both um I think they cut Trace McSorley Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham so they have no other quarterbacks on the roster other than Mac Jones yeah it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting they're all in so yeah we'll see and then I think that leaves us with in my opinion, I don't think the Bills are the same Bills. I you don't. My hot take for this year is that I really think that the Bills are going to be one of the more disappointing wow. teams in football. I think that, unfortunately, their window has kind of closed See, a I was, bit I here. was about to say I think they're going to win the division. Okay, wow. Uh, well, so, I mean... Here's what... I, I have a hot take. My hot take is I think the Bills are going to finish third in the AFC East. Really? I do, I do. I think... Cause that wasn't even, like I was like yeah the Bills are probably gonna win I thought we were gonna agree on that nah, one wow. I, I, I'm, I guess we're starting off here but yeah I mean I gotta say the way I see it I got the Patriots at four I got the Bills at three I got the Dolphins at two and I got the you New have York the Jets, Jets at one the New York I'm all in Jets. man I'm all in call me a homer maybe I'm just a prisoner of the moment but the Jets seem like they really got it they got the coaching they got the defense that carried them to Damn near the playoffs last year. The um, vods are there. It is, you know, and I and I think the Dolphins will be a great team, but the Bills, man, I just I think the Bills are unfortunately I think their Super Bowl window kind of passed them. Wow. They're on the decline. But hey, what do you think about that? I I disagree with you. <laughs> I, I'm gonna save the Jets talk. I said I was gonna yeah. give my first three weeks prediction for the Jets. I'm gonna save that for when we come back around right. and talk about the New York teams. Yep, yep. But yep. I think the Bills are the best team in this division, and okay. you. You can't get around that fact. I think there was a reason they were such heavy Super Bowl favorites last year. They didn't live up to it. But, I mean, going cross sports, look at the Denver Nuggets. They, they were yeah. clearly the best team in the playoffs this year. Yeah. They were. They had a reputation of choking in the playoffs. Not really choking, but just never getting to the finals. Never, mm-hmm. you know, getting to the quote-unquote Super Bowl. And so I think just because the Bills had a, a down year, quote-unquote, last year, if you want to call it that, yeah. you can't write them off this year. You, I, I disagree that their window is closed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think Josh Allen is a top-three quarterback. Wow. I, I don't think you can argue that. It's Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. Okay. What about Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson needs to play. I okay. think he's top five when he plays. You think? Um, I think he might be top three when he plays, but... Yeah, okay. Fair, fair, fair. And then, like, do you would rate a healthy, prime Josh Allen over Justin Herbert? Yes, easily. Okay. And I then, do love Herbert, though. Yeah. And then you think... I mean, I think it's definitely too too early to talk about Trevor Lawrence. Clearly, Josh Allen's better, but I think it'll be interesting to see, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you there. I think... I think it definitely, you can't really argue the fact that he's far and away the best quarterback in that division. Um, 
But I mean, speaking of that, just real quick, how would you rank those quarterbacks in that division? In this division, yeah. Allen. Ooh, it gets yeah, tough. Right? It gets tough. Rogers, Tua, Mac. Right now, Rogers. Yeah. I'm gonna go Tua. Uh, I'm gonna go Rogers. I'm gonna go Allen, Rogers, Tua, New England. Just for the same reason I said about Lamar yeah. Jackson, Tua needs to stay on the field. That's fair. I think. The games Tua played last year, I would put him above Aaron Rodgers if we're looking at last season. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins, they they had a great start to the season. They and did. then they kind of just fizzled out, you know, yeah. those I concussions. Just think, I hope, yeah, Tua, if he stays healthy, I think another year with the Mike McDaniel offense, I think they could be a really fun, definitely a fun, explosive team to, yeah. to watch. That just kind of fits South Beach. All right. Let's Moving go. on. Yeah, let's move on to the, what, you want to go AFC West? We'll go AFC West, sure. Yeah, we'll stay in the AFC here. We'll do the conference. AFC West, I mean, you obviously got kind of wide open. <laughs> you have the reigning Super Bowl winners. We're exactly. Doing AFC West. Yeah, you got the Chiefs, but then outside of that, I mean, yeah. Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. I think um, you definitely could see a, a wild card contender out of this division. I think, yeah, like we say, the Chiefs, they obviously got this thing, but... Outside of that, I mean, who are you most intrigued to see out those other three teams? I'm most intrigued to see the Chargers. Mm, okay, okay. Why I, is that? I love Justin Herbert. I love watching him play. He's just such a he has such a beautiful throwing motion. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one of those guys when he throws a deep ball or like that was a great like that was just a beautiful pass. Yep. Um, the Broncos with Sean Payton. I don't know. The last season was just such a disaster, and I kind of think it's going to go the same way this season. I know Sean Payton is great, but, you know, you talk about the Jets and how they just have a good juju right now, good vibes. The Broncos seem to be the opposite of that. (laughs) You know, they had the little beef with Sean Payton, you know, talking about uh, Nathaniel Hackett, whatever, Russell Wilson, I I don't know if he still has it or not. He was so awful. Yeah, it was a real rough year. It, and it, maybe it was the coaching, maybe it was just the system he was in, but it's hard to believe in the Denver Broncos at all, so I think I'm going to put them at the bottom. I'll put the Raiders in third, yep. Chargers, and then Chiefs. I think that's probably how it'll go. I think the Chiefs are going to run away with the division, obviously. But the, the, I'm most intrigued by the Chargers. Can they take that next step? You know, they have yeah. Eckler. They have Mike Williams. They've got a... How is their offensive line? I, I'm not really sure. Um, I want to say it's not great. I yeah. Think. I think they definitely have had some issues. I, I haven't um, heard much about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't... I'm trying to think if they've signed... I know they had last year, I think his name is Rashawn Slater, potentially. He's like a rookie from Northwestern or something. It was pretty solid for them. Um, but I, I think that they definitely had some questions there on the offensive line and the depth. They just need to put together wins is what they need to do. I feel like they had so many close games. And even in that playoff game, they like they looked great. They had 27-0. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this Chargers team is like a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. The and defense is good. It's just, it, I don't know if it's like a mental thing or just, you know, bad think, luck. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Chargers, 
they they have a lot. I, I could see a little bit of regression to the mean in terms of them having a better season than they did last year. I think they underplayed last year, so I think they could possibly, you know, be more like the team that they really are this year. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think, um, I think honestly, I I think Brandon Staley's job is on the line this year. I think if the Chargers don't yeah. make a deep playoff push, I think he's done. I mean, I think that this they've had this roster now for, what, maybe three years, two years, going on almost yep. four or something, and it seems like they've kind of all continued to just not quite put it all together there. Yeah, and it's um, not Herbert. Exactly what I'm saying. Great. So, unfortunately, the blame and that responsibility is going to fall to the head coach, and I think that um, – this is definitely a huge year for him and that team, and they're loaded on weapons. I know um, in the draft, they drafted Quentin Johnston from TCU, wide receiver in the first round, so they're just loaded up. I think I think that it'll be interesting to see, and then obviously you got the Raiders. They're just going to be kind of okay, I think. They got Jimmy G from my Niners, but I mean, I don't know. They'll be all right. The old Patriot Jimmy G. Exactly, back with McDaniel. You know, it's kind of like little mini Patriots, but... Uh, yeah, it, that's just... Uh... The opposite of an intriguing team, in my opinion. I would agree. That's, <laughs> I think that's about as mid as you can get when yeah. you think about NFL teams. Like nobody on that team gets me excited except for Devonte Adams. But yep. like, I, I mean, Max Crosby's cool. They got some cool guys, but that team is just so mid. Yeah, um, I, that's not a team I really want to see in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, think the Chargers, anything the best part of their team is probably their special teams. So that's saying something. Yeah, and then obviously the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs. Real yeah. quick, as we wrap this division up, do you think the Chiefs can run it back? No. No. Quick answer. Didn't have to think about it. No. I don't think... Uh, I can't really say that, but... I don't see an NFL team winning back-to-back Super Bowls. It's too hard. In the next, like, at the state of the game it is today with the parity that there is with talent and competition and levels and just the amount of movement that happens from off-season to off-season, I don't know that we'll ever really see a team repeat in the NFL for this decade or maybe even longer. Like, So I don't think so. I agree with that, too. And I just have a feeling that, that we're going to see some Super Bowl hangover. You know, we usually see that. And, you know, I generally tend to think when everyone is, like, you think about last year, what was everyone saying? Bills, 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 bills. Okay? You know what I've heard this entire offseason? Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. The number one quarterback. Mahomes is, you know, the example. Mahomes is the standard. Mahomes can have a bad year. Okay? Mahomes is not God. He could get hurt. Mahomes can get hurt. He played through his ankle injury last season and did fantastic. All right, I'm not. I'm listen. I love Mahomes. I like. I like him as a person. I like him as a player. Yeah. But there is a chance that other quarterbacks will be better than Patrick Mahomes. He's not the runaway number one quarterback. I hate to say it. I mean, right now, yes, he is. But we can see regression from season to season, and. It takes a lot of luck, like you said, to stay healthy. You know, they got lucky in a lot of their playoff games. Yeah, and they lost guys, too. And the Super Bowl, too. They were a penalty away from losing the Super Bowl, let's be honest. And so with all that, 
I think the Chiefs are going to win the division. They're going to be in the playoffs, obviously. We're going to we're going to probably see them in late in the playoffs, but it's just too hard for them for me to say that they're going to win again. Yeah, I mean, I think I totally agree with everything you said. I mean, it takes more than just a great quarterback or even the great best quarterback in the league to win a Super Bowl. Like you look historically, I mean, yes, Tom Brady won so many Super Bowls, but like you look at all the great quarterbacks of all time, they didn't win the Super Bowl every single year. You need more than just exactly. a dominant quarterback to win a championship. And granted, Andy Reid is an incredible head coach. He will go down as one of the greatest of all time. But like they, that team, I think around them, the cast of supporting characters is just not, yeah. not enough. All um, right. So yeah, AFC North. I don't know. I mean. This is a pretty, mm, I mean, I kind of think for this, to me, it just kind of comes down to the Baltimore Ravens. Are the Ravens going to be, is Lamar going to come back and be good? And then is OBJ going to have anything left in the tank? And then the new guys like Zay Flowers and some of the receivers, are they going to step up? But other than that, I mean, I feel like the Cincinnati Bengals are the best team. I think there's a dark horse in this division. I do too, actually, now that you said that. It's and I the think the Cleveland Browns. Uh, wow, <laughs> that was not who I was thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Well, gonna say when he says dark horse, <laughs> I was thinking of the team that wears black a lot of the time and has black on their helmets, and that would That's be right. the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. That's my dark horse. Actually, I think that might be my dark horse pick. I like the that. NFL season this year as a team that is going to surprise some people. I'm not mad at that. I think Canada, the offensive coordinator, is finally going to let Kenny Pickett just wheel and deal. I think Kenny has had a great preseason. He's looked fantastic. And then I think the young guys. He does between, have hype. Yeah, Pickens, Deontay Johnson, you know, Najee Harris, Fryermuth. I mean, I think this is a team that's going to surprise a lot of people. But let's talk about your team, the Cleveland Browns. Why the Cleveland now, Browns? Now, listen, listen, listen. This team I'm listening. Has I'm going to need some, some convincing on this one. Deshaun Watson, we know the controversy. Yeah, but when on the field... You know, looking, it's hard, but, you know, taking everything else out, you know, and looking at his on-field performance, yes, he is a, an elite quarterback. I think we can all say that. I think he's a top-five quarterback. <laughs> How many wow. Texans games did you watch with Deshaun Watson? I mean, he was a stud in fantasy football for all those years, and he was diamond in garbage time. I will give you that. He has talent okay he is, I don't all think the any... hype about justin fields deshaun watson is <clears throat> is justin fields but no yeah he's i mean i would agree with you i think the justin Fields type is a little blown up okay we can talk yeah. about that more when we get to the nfc north but yeah i mean i, I mean yeah listen when you the look browns at it, the browns have a good team they have a lot of pieces they have a good defense great running game great running game nick chubb is you know I wanted him on my fantasy team, but I didn't get him. Yeah. It'll be interesting. One more note on this division. I think the Bengals are winning a Super Bowl. Wow. Joe Burrow, I mean, is he going to play week one? What do we think? Is he going to be ready in time? If he misses week one, it matter. Eh, it's okay, you know. They'll, he'll find a way. As long as they make the playoffs and Joe Burrow's on the team, I think, I think this is their year. Yeah. All right. Okay. That would be my pick. That's your Super Bowl pick? That is my Super right. Bowl pick. Lock, Lock it, in. it in. Lock it in, guys.
No. Okay. AFC South. The AFC South. We don't have to spend too much time. Yeah, on I think. This. Yeah, it's gonna. It's kind of a waste of ours and your time. With all due respect, um, the only team out of this conference that I'm even remotely excited about would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. I actually think that this was probably my second contender for Dark Horse of the Year, but I feel like it's kind of a little cliche to call it a dark horse because it seems like everyone's kind of a little bit hyped about Jacksonville. They're young. They got a new coach. Um, they should be kind of exciting, fun offense. But, yeah, I mean, AFC South is pretty mediocre, let's be honest. The Colts are garbage. They got a rookie quarterback who's going to be playing, throwing crazy crazy throws. He'll make some crazy plays, but that team's going to be bad. And yeah. I think the same can be said about the Texans. The team's also going to be bad. They'll probably have a good defense, but – boring and then the titans are just i don't even know what to think about the titans yeah i mean derrick henry can always win you a couple games but there's not really much to note over this division besides watching trevor lawrence and his development can yeah. he can he turn into that top five level quarterback you know there, there's a lot of hype around him me personally i think there should be couple more question marks than there are but we'll see we'll see how they do I, I don't want to I don't want to make that like a take of mine that I'm out on Trevor Lawrence at all I just I just want to I want to see more really is what I want yeah I mean I think it'll be great to finally see him with like an actual competent NFL coach I mean I think the guy he had last year was uh I think uh yeah we'll just leave it at that but uh yeah, I think I'm definitely intrigued as well. Um, but just real quick, who do you think will have a better rookie season between the two starters um, in this division uh, with C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson? I'm going to go Richardson. Okay. Why? Why is that? Just because? I just can't shake the C.J. Stroud IQ test thing. <laughs> yeah, that is, I, I forgot about that. I can't shake it, bro. Yeah, that, the... That was historically bad. bad. But, I forgot about that. <laughs> that's right. That's we'll see. Because, right. I mean, when I'm watching Hard Knocks and I'm... Or, not Hard Knocks. I'm watching this quarterback show, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm seeing all these plays that they have to memorize. Like, you need to have a good IQ. You need to be smart. And then, I, you know, you see the Manziel documentary. <laughs> yeah. And it, just the absolute train wreck that he was, just not even watching any film, not even watching any, you know, not going over his plays. He would just go out there and throw it up. Um, so I think that's a little bit worrisome. Now, I'm not completely out because you watched him at Ohio State, and obviously he's a talented athlete. He's a talented quarterback. No doubt, no doubt. He, you know, they, they had a tough... Tough uh, blow in that Michigan game. Yeah. What a game, though. Yeah, that, that was the game I mean, of the year. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed that game. His performances in the college football playoff were pretty spectacular. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see how he does. But Richardson just seems like a... I, I'm more excited to watch Richardson than I am C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. I, I feel like, I, I feel like, yeah, Anthony Richardson probably has like the higher ceiling. I think so too, and I think he also has a better team around him. Mm, interesting. Okay. Just a little bit. Yeah. No. No. Um. Yeah, and I think also I could see. Um, 
Anthony getting more of a workload now that Jonathan Taylor is probably going to be out of the picture, or at least will be until week four or five. Um, so, yeah, I, I hear you on that. I think um, I think CJ might have a better rookie year, and I only say that just because I think Anthony is going to throw a lot of interceptions. I, I think so, too. I think they'll both throw a lot of interceptions. Yeah, I think uh, Anthony is going to have some, like, crazy – just cannon throws, and he'll make a lot of highlights and things like that. But I think he's also going to have some real head scratchers and a little bit a lot of a, a learning curve. But um, Definitely. anyway, let's uh, get out of the AFC and let's kind of fly through the NFC here. Yeah, yeah, we are really going in depth more than I was expecting. But you know what? That's fine. Exactly. We'll, I we'll, think. I don't, let me see what how much time we're at. If I can, yeah, we're at twenty four minutes. It's okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Hey, and you know, I mean, this is of course the the just pre show for yeah, yeah. It's it's just a flow. We're, we're gonna getting, figure it out as we go along. Exactly. We'll get we're, our, we'll our work on our timing. Absolutely. We'll we're open to feedback. <laughs> we're receptive. And then also, I mean, if anything, it makes a little more sense to you know hype up the NFL. This is right before the start of the it regular is, yeah, season. This is so the meat of the podcast. Exactly. As we start to go into different seasons, we'll have our you know pre-NBA season show, and I'll be focused more on, on that. As, but we obviously want to touch on everything. But, That's yeah, it. let's, um, real quick, NFC East, the other New York football team, what are we thinking here? What do we think about the NFC East? Hmm. So, I mean, it's a tough division for the Giants, and which sucks because I'm excited about the Giants. I think they're going to... I think they're not going to have as good a season as last year, mm. mainly just because their schedule is harder. Yeah, fair. Um, but I, I do like Daniel Jones. I think he's... I think them signing him was a good move. He performed in the playoffs last year with literally nobody on his team to throw to. And now they've got Jalen Hyatt is getting a lot of hype in preseason. We'll see how he does. Um, but, you know, they're, they're going to end up third and at best in this division. The Cowboys and the Eagles are top, dare I say, two top five teams in the NFL. Wow. Top, top seven for sure. I think you got to – both of their defenses are insane. Um, Dak had a bad year last year, but I think he'll we'll see some regression to the mean there. Um, I'd probably go. I don't know. I want to say the Cowboys are going to win the division. Because here's my thing. Okay, I saw this. I saw this stat. No one has won the. I don't know if it was the NFC East or just any division, like back to back. It must have oh, been the, the NFC, NFC East, East until yeah. like two thousand or like since two thousand four or something. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Which was interesting to me. I think yeah. the Eagles could do it. They've got the team to do it for sure. Um, I'll be pulling for the Cowboys. So the Cowboys are my second favorite team, All right. besides the Patriots, as you know. So maybe I'm a little bit biased here, but I'm gonna go Cowboys to take the division. I don't think that's crazy to say. You know, the Cowboys, they get memed on a lot for not performing in the playoffs. But in the regular season, they're usually a great team. You know? Yeah. I, I think, think 
I'm going to go Cowboys, Eagles. I'll go Giants and then Commanders, even though I think a lot there's a lot of bias playing into those rankings for the Cowboys and the Giants both. Okay. But that's what that's how I'm going to make my prediction. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, I think everything you said there is pretty is all accurate. Um I feel like the Commanders could surprise some people. I think so too. Not in that they'll be like playoff team necessarily i mean maybe they could sweep in but i think that they'll definitely be more competitive than people are giving them credit for i think yeah. eric Bieniemy is going to be like a really big addition there and i think sam howell is going to have a pretty solid year and i'm not just saying that because he's my backup in fantasy um but uh yeah i mean i i think the eagles until i see otherwise i think they're the best team in the nfc east even though it's a little hard for me to admit that being a niner fan um, and then I would say that the Cowboys and Giants, I feel like those teams are pretty even. Um, they're pretty close. Wow. I'm going to lean Giants just because why not? You know, I think I like them a little bit more. They're a little, I like the vibe of the Giants and Dayball. Um, and then I'll put the Cowboys at three. Wow. But also I'm biased against the Cowboys. See, so it's where hard. I'm from in Texas, you would be getting shot in the street right now for saying yeah that. i mean i'm a niners fan so like i can't it's been kind of bred into me that i, I just dislike <laughs> the cowboys uh, we'll see but we'll i'm see. not gonna put them last i think it would be disrespectful to put the commanders above them but i'm not gonna lie i did think about it for a second wow but i'll put the cowboys wow. in third. <laughs> i'll put them in third i think that they'll be good but i mean as long as mike mccarthy is the head coach of the dallas cowboys they will never win a super bowl wow uh, and Dak I don't think I think that they should just play Trey Lance I'm about to run off the podcast alright alright let's move on NFC West NFC West alright this is my division do we really need to talk about this I think there's only one team here that's gonna win this division it's the no-brainer it's the San Francisco 49ers and I mean the Seahawks sure they'll be okay but they're always gonna be our little brothers to the north we're gonna dominate and we're going to beat them. We're going to beat them in Levi's, and we'll beat them up there, too. And I think we're going to sweep the NFC West, actually. The Los Angeles Rams are an absolute poverty franchise at this point. They traded away their entire next two decades for one Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford's spine is hanging together by paper clips. That team is just in absolute shambles. And then the Arizona Cardinals might genuinely... I mean, Twitter is... Has, or X, sorry has a tendency to overreact at times, but I've been seeing some tweets about the Cardinals and they look like they very well, very well might be one of the worst football teams that we have seen in recent memory. This team, from the joint scrimmages that they've been having with the Minnesota Vikings, they are getting absolutely cooked on offense, on defense, they look awful. And let's not forget about the fact that Kyler Murray is not even gonna be playing until at least, what, week five, I'm hearing he might not even come back at all if they're really bad. And they traded away Cole McCoy, their backup quarterback, leaving them with a rookie, Clayton Toon, and Josh Dobbs, who they just signed off of Cleveland a week ago. That's who they're going to be starting next week, one of those two guys. They also traded away one of their starting offensive linemen. I mean, this team is just bad, 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 bad. And for all those reasons, it's going to be a cakewalk for us. We're gonna absolutely steamroll the NFC West, and uh, yeah. Any any uh, thoughts on that? Not really. I mean, I agree with you. I think 
if I didn't say the Bengals for the Super Bowl, I was going to say the 49ers. And that wasn't to inflate your ego more than it already <laughs> is. Um, we just need we Nick saw, Bosa. Nick Bosa, sign the contract. Come on, Nick. Yeah. Nick, we love you. We saw we how you. dominant they their defense was last year. Purdy is... Pretty good. He is pretty good. Yeah, the Rams, not, not a big believer. The Seahawks are always, you know, feisty. Yeah. But I don't see them winning. And the Cardinals are just, as you described, I thought that was accurate. Um, not in a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on X. Yeah. We'll put the we'll put our we'll put our X's in the in the description. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, here I want give me your thoughts. This one I want you to take away. In my opinion, I feel like these next two divisions here are the two most wide open divisions in the NFL this coming season. These are going to be interesting. For what sure. do you think? Which should we start with, the North or the South? Let's start with the North. Yeah, I mean they won. Yeah, the Packers. I mean, Jordan Love, we've never seen him play in an NFL game. Yeah, it's true. But he looked great on Twitter. He looks great in clips. He looks great. I mean, the Packers had to, they, they definitely believe in him. You know, they, yeah. Aaron Rodgers can still play football. So if Jordan Love wasn't ready, I don't think they would have been so eager to unload Rodgers. Because um, they basically just told him, we're trading you. Like, you you can't come back. The Lions, Jameer Gibbs, Jared Goff, another interesting team. The Bears, Justin Fields. Can he continue his performance that he had towards the end of last season? I think he was really... That was when he started popping off on the run game and getting those highlight reel, you know, 80-yard touchdown runs, whatever it was. And then the Vikings, obviously, the best receiver in the league. Kirk Cousins, they had the most entertaining season, possibly of all time, last season. Um, Can they keep that magic going? Personally, I think the Vikings are the best team they have on paper. It's just Kirk Cousins is such a wild card. You know, he throws so many interceptions, but he wins games. He finds a way. He's a likable guy. He's a leader. He's got the most experience out of, well, I mean, Jared Goff has a lot of experience too. I'm going to say the Vikings win the division. I'm going to go Lions. In second, Bears, Packers. Packers lose. They come in last place, huh? I mean, it, I, I'm not... I think quarterback play is the most important thing on your team, and they yeah. have this, they're the only team in this division that kind of has a question mark at quarterback, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with all those things. I think... But I agree with you. These two divisions are both pretty wide open. Any of those team, any of these four teams, has a chance. Mm-hmm. I think the Packers have the least chance, and then the Lions, Bears, and Vikings. It's kind of more just like up in the air. Anything can happen. Yeah. I would love to see the Bears. You know, the Bears are a. I, 
I love Justin Fields. I, I don't want to say I think he's going to be, you know, elite, but I like him. I, I would like to see that for him. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I totally agree with you. I think Justin Fields seems like a great guy. So he's fun to watch. But, like, what do you think about it? Where did this come from all of a sudden where it's like Justin Fields is now an MVP candidate shortlist guy for this year? Like, people are putting him in that same category as these other guys that you're mentioning as top three and five quarterbacks. And, like, I don't know, like, maybe I just haven't watched enough Chicago Bears games. but Yeah, I mean, nobody really has. <laughs> Nobody's watched enough Chicago Bears games besides Chicago Bears fans. I do have a couple friends that are Chicago Bears fans, and they are – very excited about Justin Fields, okay. I will say that. That's good to hear. I think I he's going to be... I, I, I looked... I was having a conversation about this with those exact guys, and when you look at the stats, he is improving progressively as time goes on. He's getting better. You know, his, his first season, uh, he didn't play every game. It was kind of rough. And then if you look at, like, the first, however, like, eight or nine games, I think, maybe ten games of last season versus the last seven games. Mm -hmm. Like, in the the last ten, like, the the second half of the season, pretty much, Justin Fields was really, really good. And it's also the fact that he's playing with an offensive line that is horrible. Yeah. Which is always an excuse. And he had no wide receivers or weapons around yeah. last year. I will definitely. You know. Basically, he doesn't have a chance to throw the ball, and he still finds a way to scramble for touchdowns. Okay, so now he's. With- a, I mean, he he's he has Lamar Jackson potential. Like when I when I see a Lamar Jackson highlight running, I have the same reaction of like a Justin Fields run. Like mm-hmm. It's like the quarterback is like outrunning the safeties, and I'm like, yeah, we seem to see him throw the ball like Lamar. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. The Bears definitely believe in him. So, you know, they know best. Yeah. I'm not I'm not here to say Justin Fields doesn't belong in the NFL or he's, you know, not a not a franchise quarterback. I, I haven't watched him enough to really comment. Yeah, I mean likewise. I think he's the hype is definitely there for the Bears. I mean, I think he certainly could very well be the best quarterback in the NFC North this year. You know what I mean? By the end of the year, he could make that. Not even really a discussion. Right now, I think it's a bit of a people have discussions. But, I mean, come February, January, we might look back and be laughing at that and be like, wow, like this guy is head and shoulders above the rest. You know, he is a dude. So, yeah, we'll see. And, I mean, just for my own thoughts on the NFC North, um, you just talked real quick about uh, Justin Fields' second half and how good he was. Speaking of second halves and how good they were, the Detroit Lions were one of my favorite teams to watch last year in the second half of the season. That team had all the heart in the world. They were putting up crazy offensive performances. The defense was coming together. The special teams was coming together. And for all those reasons, I think that the Detroit Lions are going to win the NFC North. I can see it. I mean, they have the golf. Is a great quarterback. Goff is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the he NFL. Is. Right he now. could be top ten on some lists. Now, Jameer Gibbs is 
Alabama guy. He's going to be good, okay? There's another really Alabama a... guy, Jamison Williams, a receiver. Last year he was hurt a lot. This year he's going to be healthy. Amon Ra Same is Brown. a beast. The defense is good. They're a solid team. They, they are. are. There's not really any glaring weaknesses in their team. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think the Lions could come away with the division. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to go with the Vikings. I feel like that's the safer pick. Yeah, I would agree. So, I'll just, pretty much the same as you, I'm just going to flip the uh, the Bears, or the Vikings, and, and, and the, the, Lions. Uh, the Lions, rather. So, I'll go Lions, Vikings, Bears, Packers. Okay. And All then, right. uh, last but not least. We'll wrap it up here with the South, the NFC South. Yeah, this is the other division, probably the most wide open. I mean, kind of, not kind of, actually, it is. It's all more or less new quarterbacks. I mean, Desmond Ritter played a bit there for Atlanta toward the end of the year, but obviously Mariota was the starter, and then you got Bryce Young in Carolina, Derek Carr joining New Orleans, and then Baker Mayfield named the starter in Tampa Bay. So it's completely a fresh slate for, seems like, just about every team in there. So I really have no expectations whatsoever for this division, and I think that uh, it's completely wide Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, interesting quarterback situations here I don't think any of these teams are really gonna do much in the playoffs whoever comes out um Bryce Young did not look very good in the preseason he's so short I don't know we'll see I'm gonna I'm gonna make this an official Thomas take right here I'm out on Bryce Young whoa not even one regular season game yet. Thomas is Bryce Young is a bust. I'm not gonna okay. I'm not gonna say bust, but I'm gonna say <laughs> I. He's not gonna be I the best quarterback from the draft class. Yeah, no. Oh, there. I'll make it that. Yeah, Bryce Young will not be the best quarterback from this draft class, and I'm gonna say he won't. I'm gonna say Bryce Young will be out of the league. <laughs> Or at, I'm going to say Bryce Young is not going to be a starter in, I'll say, six years. Okay, six. I'll, I'll give him time. Yeah. but I think he'll play, but I, I think he's going to go. He's not the franchise guy. Or I don't, know if, I don't know if I'll say he won't be a starter, but I think he'll, he's going to go the way of, like, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker, I was going to say Baker Mayfield. I don't know. It's, it's just. Kyler Murray. Yeah, but Kyler Murray's pretty good. Kyler Murray seems like he's going to get kicked off his team. Yeah. He just plays too much Call of Duty. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I think Bryce definitely seems like he's has he has all the he's, intellectual and the mind, like the mental ability. He does, and I mean, he was great in college. It's just the Alabama quarterbacks don't turn out in the NFL. That's true. Very Besides true. Tua... Which, I mean, for it, some people, the jury's still out on that. But yeah. yeah, I think we can all agree Tua went healthy as a legit top caliber quarterback. But yeah, I mean, you could look back. I can't think of any really competent Alabama quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, A.J. McCarron's been a backup, but like, that's what, that's kind of it. Yeah. No one else has really done anything. So I don't know. I'm. That's going to be my hot take of the NFC South. I don't have much else to say. None of these teams are really that exciting. Yeah. 
I mean, I'll just say I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to win the NFC South. I think they're the okay. best. I think they're the most well-coached team of the group, and I think that even though they're going to have like a probably not the best passing game, I think their running game is going to be really good, and I think uh, Robinson will have a great rookie year for them. And then I mean, I'll just the rest of it's totally a toss-up. I mean, I'll say New Orleans just because. And then we'll go Tampa, and then I'll say Carolina will be last, just because they're young and it's their first year all together. All right. So, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up our NFL kind of predictions talk overview. So, um, yeah, what's on next? Okay, so we were going to talk a little team win total predictions. I feel like we've talked enough. We kind of already did that. Yeah, yeah I think we kind of did that. You guys get the gist of it. We, we, we were going to go into fantasy next. Okay. Um, but we have talked about the NFL for a while. Yeah. So let's save fantasy for the next episode. I would agree because I think then next episode, we'll, yeah, I think we'll have a little bit more context there. And then maybe next episode after seeing the teams or some of the players, depending on when we record, then we could also maybe go over the win total with them. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, we just talked about the NFL for 45 minutes. Yeah, I think that's so a lot. So I'm itching to talk about the NBA. Yeah, me too. It's enough NFL talk for today. Let's see. Sorry, guys. So, NBA offseason. The biggest moves. I mean... Let's let's just start off. What do you think was the biggest splat? What, what trade or signing do you think was the biggest splash of the offseason? I mean, you had Chris Tapps on the Celtics. The first thing that comes to mind right off the bat was the Jalen Brown resign. The Jalen Brown the Boston Celtics. I mean, that was crazy. It's record setting. But then, as far as a a signing that I, my favorite signing of the offseason, I think it was the Indiana Pacers signing Tyrese Halliburton to a max. Wow. I absolutely love that pick. I'm a huge Tyrese Halliburton guy. Um, and I think that he, I personally thought that the Pacers re-signing Tyrese Halliburton was bigger for the NBA and for the current teams than the Hornets re-signing LaMelo Ball. Wow. I think, I, I really rate Tyrese Halliburton. I think he's definitely far and away a top 10 point guard in the league. And I just think that's a great, I think the Pacers had a great offseason. He's great. I mean, I, I've always... I had a weird feeling about him because his jump shot looks so weird. He has such a weird form, but it he's goes shooting. in. He's an insane shooter. Um, great passer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, great got player. to defend a little bit. Definitely. Not the strongest, but he's got the length, you know. Any, so. any NBA team would love to have him. So, I mean, that is a, a great... Uh, so, yeah, I think that's my pick. How about you? Signing. What was your favorite signing of the offseason? Or re-signing trade move? Whatever your transaction. My favorite? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you my least favorite was the Celtics signing Kristaps Porzingis. Really? Just because we lost Marcus Smart. Ah. I mean... How did that feel as a Celtics fan, knowing that he was so invested into your franchise? It's just... And you guys... Or not you, but like the organization kind of stepped it's in hard. Back. It's hard because this is the second time they've done that first time was Isaiah Thomas where you have a player who has done he's given everything to the team he's been great for the team it's not like he was a bad player he wants to be there 
um, and he's an asset. So it's just confusing to me why they decided to go the direction they did. Um, and I, I don't. I feel like the team got worse from their moves. Like last year, I thought they were a finals contender. This year, I think they're like second or third best in the East now. I think the Bucks are better than them with their current team. And I okay. mean, maybe some of it was because they had they're signing Jalen Brown and they would have to pay Marcus Smart down the road. I haven't really even looked into that that much, but um, it just that that one was tough for me as mm-hmm. a Celtics fan. It's going to be tough watching this team without Marcus Smart. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think overall with the NBA, the, not even really free agency, I'm just excited to watch these rookies, bro. Mm. There's so many. This, this class, I think there's going to be so many good players from this class. You have the Thompson Twins. Obviously, you have Wemben Yama. Um, I, I just feel like the, the rookie class this year is the biggest storyline, more so than the off-season moves. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this might be the best rookie class that we've had, or at least the best draft class on paper, like going to that draft process and the hype. Like, it seemed like kind of picks like one through almost 10 or 11 yeah. were all like, good guys that yeah. people knew about people were hyped and it's been a while i feel like the last several drafts it's been like the top two or three picks and then after that it's kind of a crapshoot but this year it seemed like there's some really legit talent and a lot of talent that i think is going to contribute this next season yeah i mean i i think outside of Wembenyama, this draft was a great draft class and then you add on Wembenyama on top of that it'll be a Definitely exciting season to watch with the the youth in the league. I mean, like even like the the second half of like the first round guys like Jaime Jaquez. Mm-hmm. I, I still don't even know how to say his name, but that guy watching him at UCLA, I was always like, this guy just knows how to play basketball. Um, Keontae George was killing it. I'm a Baylor grad. He's my boy. I'm a believer in Keontae yeah. George. I'm a big Jordan Hawkins guy from Connecticut. Jordan Hawkins is going to be great. I love his game. Um, another guy that I think is going to be huge is, um, I think Jairus Walker is going to be big for the Pacers. I, I love feel like Jairus I'm Walker. becoming a Pacers homer this episode, but I'm telling you, I mean, between Jairus Walker, the Tyrese Halliburton, Bruce Brown, Obi Toppin, the pieces that the Pacers have brought in, yeah. in addition to Miles Turner, the other guys on that team they are a legit team and i think they're going to surprise people they kind of giving me almost like um sort of the vibes that we've had around the cavaliers the last couple of years before they added donovan mitchell where people are like, this is or the kings kind of this is a young exciting team i think the pacers could kind of be that but um is there a rookie that you're most excited about or who's your pick for rookie of the year well obviously it's going to be women yama really i don't think it will be you don't think Wembenyama is going to win Rookie of the Year? I don't think so. Wow. I think the NBA has already decided that Wembenyama is going to win it. He's going to get. He's going to probably get like four blocks a game. I, I a hundred percent respect that pick, but I feel very confident that 
Mr. Chet Holmgren will win Rookie of the Year as the starting center for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's had a year of NBA experience under his belt. Granted, he wasn't on the court, but he was still there. He gets it. He understands how to operate as a professional. And I mean, I know that we all kind of like to get get caught up in these off-season runs and, and summer runs and things like that, but I don't know if you guys have been watching the footage of Chet working out with KD and these other guys, but he looks every part, like every bit the part of an NBA league, guy. Yeah. He does look good. I think the Thunder is going to be one of the most interesting teams to watch this and season. The other reason why I think Chet will win is because I think the Thunder will be the best team of these teams that that potentially other rookie years, like yeah. a Brandon Miller or a Scoot or a Vic. Um, I think the Thunder will be a great team. They're going to be super fun, and they're going to get a lot of national coverage. So I think Chet will get a lot of national coverage yep. by way of that. Could we see uh, Shea MVP this year? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Shea has been one of my favorite players in the NBA for the last couple of years. I love but Shea. MVP? I think that's... I mean, you're I talking mean, they're going to get a lot of national coverage. I do. Gonna, I think it's more likely that... I mean, I think that he could be on an MVP short list and he'll make an all-NBA team. He will yeah. definitely be an all-star again. But to go from winning your first ever, or to getting your first ever all-star to the MVP the next year, that would be pretty electric. And I'm definitely here for it. But my MVP pick, this guy has been my MVP pick. Do we want to do MVP pick right now? Yeah. All sure. right. Why not? My MVP pick, as I'm sitting here right now in August, so we got plenty of time, but... I picked him to win last year. He didn't really do it. I think Luca will win MVP. It's only a matter of time before Luca is going to wow. win MVP. Luca yeah. will win MVP at some point in the next few years. So I'm just going to pick him every year until he does. That's smart. I mean, I think you're right. He probably will get one eventually. It's just the Mavs had such a weird season last season. Um, and so much of like the team's overall performance plays into the MVP picks, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, my MVP pick, ooh, it's tough because, I mean, I want to say Jokic again, yeah. but I just don't, like, I don't want to. Like, I, my brain is telling me Jokic, but I really just don't want Jokic to win. I would love to see a guy like Shea win. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sick of these centers winning MVP. <laughs> um Embiid winning the MVP last year. I'm what not... about your Jason Tatum? <sighs> Jason Tatum has disappointed me the past two years in the playoffs. He's not an MVP. I just, uh, I don't think he... Listen, I love Jason Tatum. I'm a Celtics fan, but he's just a little bit cringe. The, <laughs> the Kobe text, I still haven't forgotten that. That was cringe. In the... That's not an MVP move, you know? That's understandable. I don't know if Tatum really has that, like, MVP, like, Kobe mindset, you know? Is there like, a guy in the NBA that, NBA that you dislike? Like, a star in the NBA that you dislike? Someone that I dislike, Joel Embiid. That's your least favorite star? Off the top of my head, probably. Yeah. Okay. He just is a troll, <laughs> and which I... I mean, I, I get that he's a troll, but, like, it's just so annoying. Yeah, that's fair. And you guys got to play him. And then we always have to play the Sixers. So I just, Mine is kind of similar. It's a team that we play a lot. I think Devin Booker is the softest star 
that the yes. NBA has seen, okay, potentially ever, okay? And I'm sorry, I don't mean to get a little bit, but this guy, I swear, he's been popping up in my algorithm the last few days. I see him on Instagram all the and time, like, in the comments and everything. He is so soft, man. From a couple years ago, complaining about getting doubled in summer pickup. Like, are you kidding me, bro? You're an NBA player. You know what Kobe would have said? He would have said, send three or four more. Like, what are you talking about? And then this other stuff, like the whole Luka thing, and then them getting blown out in the game seven. Like, I don't know. D-Book is just soft to me. Yeah. I Maybe it's also coming there Warriors that podcast. There was that weird, like, Paul George podcast thing. Yeah. Then the other day, that's right, where yeah. um, Clay was on Paul George's podcast, and Paul asked Clay about some trash talk, and then Clay talked about how, like, when he held up the ring thing, like, he actually didn't, he, like, thinking back on it, he was like, damn, like, I shouldn't have done it. That was corny and stuff. And then Devin Booker, like, tweeted at Paul George and was, like, basically telling him, like, oh, why are Is you that what to you wanted something? to hear? Yeah, like, are you trying yeah. to start stuff? Like, what? Like, he's like, did you get the sound you wanted? Yeah, did you get the sound by you wanted? Yeah. Like, like, what? Like, you're so soft, bro. I know. And, okay, that's, this is a good opportunity for me to bring up this next topic sorry, of conversation because I, like I saw this this little drama thing went viral on instagram the other day um noah lyles yeah the track star oh said you know kind of just out of nowhere started taking shots at the nba finals for calling it world champions you know what i'm on the dude's side in the reason I say this is a good point to bring this up is because it shows, I think the NBA has the most fragile egos the athletes in the NBA do out of any sport because all this dude was saying is like, it, it was kind of out of nowhere. Like, I don't know why he felt the need to bring it up, but yeah. I mean, it's true. But he didn't say anything if you win, true. like in baseball, right? There's a whole world baseball classic. If you win, the World Series. I guess it is called the World Series. I never thought of that. But but it's, you're not the world champion if you yeah. win the MLB. Even though they call it that, but still, like, you shouldn't be. It's and, just an our own American-ass, like, entitled so, view of shit. You know, this dude says, uh, yeah, why do they call it the, the NBA Finals? Like, why are they the world champions? And then the comments are just flooded with every single NBA player you can think of. Like, Aaron Gordon. Even Lillard was like the fuck or something and then I, I guarantee Devin Booker was in there too. Oh yeah. KD, like all these players just commenting like every NBA whatnot. player that has like a social media like, presence was said something about it. It's like why does that bother you so much? Like there's the there's the Olympics, that's yeah. the world champions, and then there's the NBA champions. It's probably harder to win the NBA finals, but who cares? Like it's not the you it's just it's like, just a title. Why yeah. do you care about it being called the world champion. And, like, if we just take a step back and think about it, like, he didn't, he said, everything he said is accurate. Like, the NBA is, it's an American, North American like, sports Like, yeah, there, there is it's Toronto. Inter- yeah, but- yeah. And granted, yes, like, the NBA is far and away the highest level of basketball. All the elite basketball talent in the world is going to come there. But that doesn't make it an international thing or like you are the champion of the world by winning in the NBA and whatever. And like, if the NBA meant that you were a world champion, then why are they currently playing in the FIBA world cup? Exactly. What like, sense what's the does point that of make? having the world cup? What sense does that make? How, why would you have a national team then? Exactly. Like how does this, that doesn't make any sense. Like you're not champions of the world because you don't compete against the world. You compete against 
international players, but the champion of the NBA is not going to go and then play the champion of the Euro League for the exactly. world title. Like, that doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so I, I think that was just a highlight of a lot of these NBA players. Like, like just even, because even guys that you love, like Lillard, and you know, yeah. we're all getting in there in the comments. I'm like, guys, let's relax, all right? This is everything is turned into like, so much. The NBA drama. is still an American league, and like, just because there's, like I'm saying, like just because there's international talent in the league doesn't make it then, oh, you're champion of the world. Like, that's like saying that, oh, because there's some international players in the NFL, that Kansas City Chiefs, like, they're the champions of the world. Like, that's not how that shit works. Like, yeah. So that, going off of that, okay, we're watching the Basketball World Cup, and it's full of, you know, kind of the secondary stars of the yeah. NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, yeah, for sure. In your opinion, would the USA team that's playing right now in the FIBA World Cup I think it's got Anthony Edwards, you know, Mikhail your guy Halliburton, yeah, yeah. Jalen Brunson, I think, Jaron Jackson, yeah, um, and then uh, Paolo. Okay, so starting five, right, is Brunson, Edwards, Paolo, Jaron Jackson, Bridges. Say that's your starting five. Then you got Halliburton On coming the, off the bench. Yeah, the six man. With Josh Hart and Brandon Ingram. Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram. Cam Johnson, Walker Kessler, like, Bobby this is, Portis, it's Austin a, Reeves. Would this team win the NBA Finals? With And Steve Kerr is the head coach and Eric Spolstra as an assistant? Sure, yeah. And Tyron Lue as an assistant? Say, and Mark Few as an assistant? This I'm sorry, guys. I'm just looking at the coaching staff right now. and I'm, I, I was on the fence, but looking at the coaching staff... If you're telling me this is our coaching staff, three of arguably the greatest minds in the NBA right now as far as head coaches go, plus Mark Few, who's been at like Gonzaga for 40 years, yeah, I'm thinking this team is going to, they could probably win a seven-game series. I think they would too. Yeah, I do. I think, I mean, Jalen Brunson last year was an elite point guard. Mikhail Bridges was an elite shooting guard. Paolo is one of the most elite young players in the league. Anthony Edwards is a budding star. If anything, I think Anthony Edwards has a better better chance. This is my hot take, but I think Anthony Edwards has a better chance to win MVP over Shea for this coming season. Exactly. So, I think this also just highlights, going back, this team is the one that would be a world champion if they win the World Cup. No NBA team, if we're saying this team would win the finals in the NBA, then I think it's fair to say that the FIBA World Cup competition is at a pretty similar level to the NBA. I mean, yeah, there's elite players. Like, just because they're not from the United States or they don't play in the United States, like, there are some very, very, very high-level basketball players all around the world. And just because they maybe don't play the game the way that people do here, like, you see that and you s- just, like, the competition level is much higher than people would, would expect, I think, and for sure. And I feel like, just going back to it again, like, why is it such a big deal then for NBA guys to 
kind of like brag or talk about winning gold medals or being in the Olympics. Yeah. Like, why does that then if, if, if being an NBA champion is the world champion, why do the Olympics even matter? Then? Like, why yeah. do they bring that up when they talk about people's resume? Oh, he's a gold medalist or he's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like all of it's just like, come on guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just stupid. It, and I feel like it's just insecurity. Like just be just, you not being a world champion doesn't not make you the best NBA exactly. champ, like you know, like I don't know, it's just insecurity. But, anyways, I feel like that's enough for that. Yeah, I feel like that kind of sums up the NBA. For now, at least, we'll we'll definitely get into that more when it's closer to October. I think yeah, is when exactly. it starts up. But just a little um, taste. And yeah, so real quick, let's touch on on our region, the New, New York area. So New York with baseball. Let's talk a little baseball. New York baseball. No, I'm I'm not gonna pretend it's to dire. Be, it's dire conditions out here. I'm not gonna pretend to be Mr. Baseball, but yeah, I think a I. monkey could tell you that New York baseball is it sucks. It's not in a good place. Yeah, it's bad. It's historically bad. Um, for those of you that don't maybe follow baseball as closely as I mean, I don't follow baseball closely. I follow it closer than I did a few months ago, but. I believe that the New York Yankees are potentially going to have their first losing season in 30 years. Yeah. 1992. Yeah. That's bad. They're very bad. And the New York Mets, both the Mets and the Yankees, they started this season with upwards of 90% chances to make the playoffs. And neither team is going to make the playoffs. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean... There's not really much to say. It's just a disappointment all around. Yes, we're talking about how bad these two teams are, but Thomas and I, we, you know, we support the New York Mets, and I think that we'd be, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't shout out DJ Stewart. DJ Stewart, DJ Stewart has Stewart been balling. Has been making a very bad, sad Mets season fun. Listen, the if we're looking, if we're comparing the two teams, the Mets at least have a, a silver lining in that they have all these prospects, they have a future. Um, the Yankees, on the other hand, I don't know what's going on. I'll ask you this. Do you think Aaron Boone is getting fired? Do I think Aaron Boone is getting fired? I don't think Aaron Boone gets... Well... It's hard. I think Cashman should get fired, but I don't know that there's a way that they get rid of Cashman, but then keep Boone. So I feel like you just got to clean a house and I'm kind of talking through this as I'm thinking it. And I think, um, yeah, I say fire Cashman and fire Boone and let's just start over. It's a new era. We need to move on. They haven't won a World Series since 2009. They're going to miss or have a losing year for the first time in 30 years. Like it's just bad and it's only getting worse. So they need to change ship change captain they just need to figure it out yeah i don't know i mean i also don't like the yankees so it's not that exciting um yeah i think my roommate's probably gonna be home pretty soon so we we might have to wrap this up here Um, oh but real quick though just so you guys know dj stewart this is according to the sny mets uh, x page they're the only players in baseball with a higher OPS than DJ Stewart my, uh, with a minimum 85 at-bats, Shohei Ohtani, Corey Seager, and Mookie Betts. 
those three guys are all MVP shortlist candidates. So all I'm saying, DJ Stewart MVP 2024. Book it. All right. Thanks, guys. And uh, all right, you want to do this? Yeah, we'll final wrap it up here question. with our little surprise question. Okay, so we're gonna do this every podcast. This is gonna be the our little thing. So we each are gonna ask each other a question. We don't know what it is, and then we're gonna each give our answers to both questions. Okay, so all right, I don't even know my question. All right, I'll go first, and I've been thinking on this. I came up with a few. I'm a, I love doing, like, maybe I'll, I'll take the approach for some of these. I'll, I'll try to get us to create, like, a starting lineup or a starting five or something. I kind of like those kind of games, play a little GM. So for my question, keeping a theme with this later block, and I don't want to talk about football again because we probably bored you guys to death with that. Um, basketball. If you were, like, the leader of USA Basketball and you had all of the, the best players at your disposal – what would be the starting five you would put together for the FIFA World Cup? And it doesn't matter. Like, you could get LeBron. LeBron could play if you want. Steph could play. They're not going to say no. They're saying yes. What's the starting like five you're question. putting together? I'm going Steph for sure. Steph at point. Point. I'm going Giannis. I'm going... Giannis at what? The four? Giannis at the four. Jokic at the five. <laughs> okay. Um, Wait, no, no, American players. They have to be American oh, players. Oh, I thought, okay. Yeah, I this thought, is Team USA. You're right, you're right, you're right. We're going to make I'm Team sure. USA. Yeah, okay. Steph so, is, Steph, Steph, the point. So, you can't have Giannis or Jokic. No, you could, and you can't have Embiid. Embiid's not American either. Who is the five for this team? Paolo? Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Walker Kessler. Paolo. I guess Looney, Loon Dog, Loon Dog. I guess I guess I would go Anthony Davis. Okay, Anthony Davis at the five. I'm going. Who am I going at the two? This is tough. Like I want to say Steph and Dame, Mm. but I don't know if Dame can play two with Steph. I'm gonna go Steph. Luca, Luca's not American. Oh, dude, I keep forgetting this. Yeah. It can't be. Uh, I, I, I like. I'm trying to. I keep thinking it's just NBA like, yeah. overall. Um, I might go Booker. Oh, okay. Steph, I know you're gonna hate that. Book. KD. KD. At the three. Who's at the four? If AD is at the five, you haven't named any of your boys. Okay. No Jason Tatum. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. No Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. No Celtics. Yeah, I think they're both coming off the bench if (laughs) if we're talking. uh, All right. Because, I mean, I think think Tatum is probably better than LeBron, but. And since I went second. It's just LeBron is going to take that spot just because he's LeBron. Since I'm going second. I'll pick from players that Thomas didn't pick yet. So I'll take Dame as my point because he didn't take Dame. So Dame is my point at shooting guard. I'm going to go Paul George as shooting guard. I want Dame, Paul George. So you're not doing Steph? No, because you already took Steph. Okay. So Dame... Paul George, small forward, give me 
Jimmy Butler. That's a good pick. Dame, Paul George, Jimmy Butler, Zion at the four. And then Dame, PG. Dame, PG, Jimmy, Zion. And at center, I think... Hmm. I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of the best centers in the NBA are international guys. Yeah, they really are. I was having trouble with that. Nicholas Claxton. Best center. We'll go Clax. Wow. Man, he's a great player. It's it's so funny when you think about Team USA. Though. You wouldn't expect Claxton is going to be yeah. in a conversation. Because I don't... Cause I, starting. Yeah. yeah, I'll put Clax. So we'll go... Yeah, so my starting five then is Dame... Paul George, Jimmy Butler, Zion Williamson, Nicholas Claxton. And then That's a solid team. And then you had Steph. I had Steph, Booker. Booker. LeBron. LeBron, KD. KD. And uh, Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis. I think your team's probably going to give my team buckets. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what. You, you kind of, you, you were restrained because I took, yeah. you know. But I mean, I think we have a solid starting line, like, oh yeah, for sure. 10, like a 10-man rotation yeah. between those two teams. It's a shame that NBA players don't care about, you know, the, you know, the Olympics and stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, Maybe okay. Maybe we'll bring that back. I've got my question. I'm okay. Ready. It's pretty basic. All right, I'm ready. Next time I'll put a little more work into it. No, I'm ready. Um, so I dropped my Super Bowl pick. Mm-hmm earlier in the podcast yep who do you got going all the way this year that that aren't the 49ers because that's my favorite team and you can pick the pick 49ers them. i mean i, I feel like i can't because it's like i'm always going to pick them so for a team that i think will make it all the way that's not from san francisco i don't think it will be the Bengals. i don't think it will be the chiefs I don't think it will be the Eagles. I don't think it will be any of the teams that we saw these last couple of years. See, because here's what here's what's I feel I, like it's gonna the Bengals and the Chiefs. Yeah. I just have a hard time saying that that's not gonna be the. Uh, I feel like it's gonna be them too, playing for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I, I'll let you talk. I'm gonna say. Oof. The more I'm looking, it's like, it's kind of, it's a pretty open season this year as a whole, I feel like. I mean, I do think that the Niners are going to win, but if I'm not going to pick the Niners, then, I mean, why not? Let's just go all in and say the New York Jets. Wow. You know what? I like it. I like it. Yeah, let's go all in and, and say the Jets. Why not? The New York Jets. Okay. So and if not the Jets, my dark horse... Baltimore Ravens. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. But yeah, let's say the Jets. All right, New well, York that, Jets. That Jets is my AFC pick. Jets, Niners, and the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. Actually, you didn't because you saw that guy predict that on Hard Knocks. But you heard okay. it here second. We'll we'll make sure to write these down. We'll come yep. back to them. We'll revisit it in February. Absolutely. And see how we did. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, stay tuned. Thank y'all for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you on episode two. Yes, sir. All feedback is appreciated. Let us know in the comments or reviews, however you listen to this yeah, podcast. You podcast. Let us know if you if you have any questions. We'll take some callers too. If yeah. you 
That would be fun. You know, tweet at us, X at us, whatever you call it. Um, and let's start building this little community here. Yep. Stay safe out there, everybody. Much love. All right. And we'll come up with a name for this podcast, too. Name is TBD. Yeah, we'll take suggestions for that, too. Exactly. All right. Have a good one.